Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back. Welcome to episode number 405 of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you this week? Better than last week. That's awesome. Yes. I can tell you have more energy. You have a little bit more of a glow. And uh, your hair is looking especially nice today. Thank you. Looking good. Anyway, we are back with a second week back-to-back creating content that is using the score method. What is the score method, Stephanie? How I mean in layman's term, how would you describe what the score method is? It's the method of preparing your talk. I don't I don't know. I can't I we we were not prepared for that. I did not oh, yeah. I just tossed that one right at yeah. Stephanie. It yeah. is yes, it is it is a method for preparing your communication. It is a more dynamic way of communicating a central theme or a central message with an objective that you would like your audience to run with. And so today we are going to be sharing with you 15 life skills that we want our children to have as they enter adulthood. Yes. We have children that are quickly approaching adulthood. We do. It's something you remind me of all the time. I do. Well, yeah, it's like okay. this is the last time Megan will do this. Well, this is the last I, time because, Megan is like. Well, because one of these yeah, on here, we is, might as well get used to Megan not being here for dinner, you know, or yeah, yeah those kind of things. Then maybe it won't sneak up on us. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I agree. No, I'm I'm happy to be reminded of it, but um, and and you know what, I'm thankful that I'm in that I'm more intentionally trying to c- create topic-based episodes for our show because this week's episode is something I, I don't know where do you know remember where the skills came from I mean absolutely when, tell, when did this happen so um when we were in Franklin last week um we was met that last week it was oh my gosh that feels like a month ago I know <laughs> anyway go ahead so we had um when we got in on um Monday we had lunch with um Matt and Lauren who are our production team for Free, free the, the Dream, dream which you can learn more about over at freethedream.live, or at least you can learn about how you can eventually learn about it at freethedream.live, not .com, .live, freethedream.live. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so we were- put um, that plug in there. I know. I, I, I was working on it myself, but anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, babe. So she just asked, um, you know, what the you know, what the kids were up to while, while we were gone, and, and we told her, you know, they're at school, and- just other things and talking about um we let them stay by themselves it was just the one night and you know megan is getting ready to turn 18 and you know she can drive them anywhere they need to go and so so we were talking about that and she said what's that what's that feel like to have to have a child that's getting ready to turn 18, how does that make you feel? And I said at first, my first response to, to Lauren was, it makes me feel old. Okay. And um, and so, you know, we laughed about it a little bit. But later on in the car, um, it was just you and I, and I was thinking back over that conversation. And and I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel old. It really doesn't. Because I don't feel old um, at all. 
it makes me feel accomplished. Okay. Because I can't keep a plant alive. But I've <laughs> I've grown this child almost to adulthood and to you know, to what we in the states consider adulthood. But um and so so it it makes me feel pretty I did something I did something pretty amazing. We did. We did all right. You know? And um, and that that's so that's how I was feeling. And then I was telling you that later, um, the next morning, and um, and we and so and then that from there we got here. And what are the life skills that we want our kids to have? Yeah, and being intentional about them, and and knowing that, gosh, our 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 kids are almost adults. I mean, yeah. Megan, technically, as you said, is is less than a month away now. Yes. and so it, it it got me to think. It's like wow, and and it did not a, a it did not impact me the way that I I thought it would until just now. And as because, well, like 25 minutes ago when I was deciding what, fif- <laughs> what, what 15 life skills do I want my kids to have as they enter adulthood? I don't necessarily. Huh, maybe I, I should have thought of these like 18 years ago. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm being very transparent. I, I, I never really intentionally thought specifically what life skills. I mean, right. there are things that I've always wanted for my kids. I mean, um, I just it you know and I and our kids have acquired many of these skills. Yeah, they have. Okay, so a lot of the things you know, I I knew what I wanted for my kids. I knew what I wanted them to ha- to have going into adulthood that I didn't have, and so some of those things just naturally happened because I desired them. But I never wrote them down, or I never sat down to specifically think. Well, this is one thing. There has been recently um an idea that i've had and and i I'd, I'd love to get your your thought on this is the idea of that some of these skills there are some amazing books that have stood the test of time and i know our kids have plenty of stuff with schoolwork and all these other things but i'm thinking you know there i'd like to set aside some money where we could pay our kids to read a book and write a chapter by chapter summary of what they got out of it but uh, literally so, I no, mean, I, I totally believe that you're serious. <laughs> well, well, what are your thoughts on that? Anything? You don't know your children at all. <laughs> like, that's my first thought. You are not going to get Matthew to read a book. Not going to happen. E- not even if I paid him $150 to read the book and give me a chapter by chapter He might summary. listen to a book, but he won't read it. Um, would you like to know how Matthew worked his way through The Great Gatsby? How? He did not read that book at all, which okay. is required for junior English. English three, you know, that that's on their reading list is The Great Gatsby. So, Matthew and his best friend, who you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. Okay. Have English together. Okay. Best friend sits behind Matthew. <clears throat> and they worked out a code to when they would take a quiz over Gatsby, best friend would tap out said code on Matthew's back. And so Matthew would know the answers. So you're telling me that our kid cheated? Until I told him to stop, yes. Okay. I told both of them, actually. Okay. Well, here's what I... here. Okay, so maybe I need to add 16 skills. <laughs> I, I'd like our kid... Okay, 17 <laughs> skills. Number one, don't cheat. <laughs> I think they did it on, on one quiz over the book and... um. 
And Megan, Megan thought it was funny, of course, because of the code that it was. All right. Keep talking for a few okay. moments. I, and I will hear you because I have I wireless know. headphones. I have to go get a Kleenex. I've got oh, some. Yeah. Th- thank you for that. Yeah. So anyway, Megan thought it was funny because of the code that, um, that it was. And, and she is the one who told me. And then I told them, no, you, you can't do that. You need to read like, the Cliff's Notes or something, which it's not called Cliff's Notes. Like they're reading something else. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I sued them for my trademark. No, I'm just no, kidding. you didn't. But um, they but I know because of- that's what Megan was reading. Um, that's what Megan was reading for um, a book that she just all right. Had to, so had skill to so. skill number zero point five. Uh, don't let's, cheat. Let's not create a cheating. Al- although I will tell you, skill number eight is problem solving, and maybe they solved a problem, but not necessarily what I had in mind. Um, so, and maybe a, another skill that I just thought would be obvious is is reading. But uh, you know what? Maybe it's not so obvious. So I'm actually going to put on here. Uh, I'm going to put that down as uh, life skill sixteen. So this is actually going to be sixteen. Uh, sixteen. What? What's wrong? Thank you. Um, so let's see here. Life skill 16 is reading. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So that's that's how we came up with this idea. And the thing is, is now that I've come up with this list, it's like I've got less than a month to get Megan in line. <laughs> and Megan has a lot of these. All right. She does. I, I, and I was just kidding. Mm-hmm. But, it, but now it's like I, I do need to be intentional. But I that think that is the, I, I that's think... the key here. I think that one thing um, about some of these is that I want them going into. Are you okay there? <laughs> I am. I have like Kleenex like stuck in your. Sh- yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't shave today, so I have the little scruff, and so I don't know what it is about the Kleenex that we use, but it like I get this little like trail of, of yeah. Kleenex residue left behind. You should do all of that in the mirror. Just, just <laughs> well, I've got a, <laughs> I've got an HD camera right here, babe. Anyway, the point is that some of these I didn't, um, <sighs> I didn't learn or or become comfortable with until I was in my late twenties, early thirties, and these are, and so some of these are things that I want my kids to know going into, not having to wait ten years to figure them out, right. Well, let, let's jump into them because we do have a lot. So the first one you came up with, tell us what it is. I can't actually read that. You can't read it. I get a new. I get. I open a new package of contacts tomorrow. So oh. like this so is the, the first last one's day. Dream big, by the way. So I, I got it. Um, dream big. Um, I want, I want my kids to know, and and to live a life that no dream is too big or too crazy or to anything that if it's something that you've thought of and it's a dream that you have, then you go after it with everything that you have. And if you get there, then you need to learn to dream bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that one. And it's one that um, is, I mean, obviously it's our message. Well, actually this and life skill number two are, are our message to the world. It is, yeah. it is what I, it's what everything we do has always been about when it, ever since we started this business, 
and even before that, it, it, even us in ministry together, uh, bef- which I think we still are in ministry mm-hmm. together. I tell people all the time, I'm, I'm in full-time ministry. It's just that I get paid a whole lot better than I ever thought I would. So um, anyway, so yes, the, the, dreaming big, I believe that we are God's handiwork and that we were created by a creator and that in I think that that we were created for a purpose to do works that were prepared in advance for us to do and many times I believe that we are lulled into a a, a state of playing small this this mm-hmm. idea that you know you just need to go with the flow you need to be average you need to be normal uh, you know everybody you know you get congratulated as long as you when you fall in line with what is expected as the norm but the open of our podcast this is a family who has given up on ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created and i believe that god is able to do immeasurably more than we can ever think dream or hope of and that our biggest dreams that scare us right now God looks at them and say, okay, I can help you that, but I had something bigger in mind, you know, but, but what baby steps, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's one thing that I've learned. I did not learn this until adulthood. And I, I'm, I'm so thankful that our children have seen the transition from me leaving full-time employment, you know, and, and, or being an employee, a lifetime of an employee going into chasing a dream of, of, can I just make it, you know, doing what I love, but then, then actually all the different big dreams that I have, the dream of becoming a paid public speaker and, and, and a keynote speaker and having all expenses paid trips to New Zealand for 10 days and all that stuff. And, and then dreaming even bigger things and seeing it come to reality and, leaving podcasting A to Z behind, which, and then, and and then seeing me achieve even greater things and seeing me, and now knowing what my kids know now about my vision of the future, which freaks me out to even say that I have this dream or this vision of, of doing stadium events, stadium events. I mean, like, seriously? And that's dreaming big and, and bigger than your comfortable dreaming and stuff like that. And, and I love that our kids are seeing that. And I want our kids to dream big because I believe we have so much potential and and we're it's practically limitless what we could do in this world if we really allowed ourselves to uh, not give up on our daydreams. Absolutely. All right. Life skill number two, Stephanie, maintaining freedom. Maintaining freedom. Um, I think we, we have one child who still needs to find freedom. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, and, and that's okay because she will learn as, as she grows to, um, to work that into her personality. But, um, but freedom is something that I want them to always, always hold on to. Give me some like freedom to, or freedom from what? Just give me some examples. Freedom to be themselves. Okay. Freedom to not be held back by others. Freedom to not live under the expectation of others, even if it is the two people sitting in this room. <laughs> um, and the, the, the freedom to, to 
follow but, their heart or to follow their you're, dream, you're distracted. I, I just the, just this one, I promise. Megan says hello from Senior Skip Day crew. <laughs> How's everything going? <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, go ahead. The freedom to skip school on Senior Skip Day. Heck yeah! You know, well, the freedom it, to skip school on Friday. Uh, right, which is just two which days, is two days after, after skip senior skip day, day. Right. so that you can come and hang out with your dad and, and learn about what it takes to grow a uh, responsible and profitable online business, which we can learn about at podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So today is senior skip day and they, a, a group of her and her friends went out, um, or she and a group of her friends went out. Um, but freedom is a big thing for us. To laser craze. That was the plan. Freedom is a big thing for us. Do you know I was recently invited by a family member? Uh, one of my aunts had invited me to participate in a local congregational gathering where our prior pastor, um, who is now pastoring that church, <clears throat> that you, you know who I'm talking about, right? Um, I'm going to think. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, hey, as you know, so-and-so is pastoring this congregation now, and uh, we'd love. He's starting a new service sermon series, and we would love to have you and Stephanie. He, you know, we could really use you di- down here. And I, and I'm like, I really appreciate that invitation. Um, St- Stephanie and I are very much involved in full time ministry in other areas. Um, I'm definitely open to whatever God has for us. But at this time, prayerfully considering what what your invitation is, I do not see a future at this time where God has us applying our ministry gifts and talents in the local congregation. Right. But, uh, and then I, I went on to say that, you know, I, I definitely continue to pray for you guys's, you know, ministry and, and that you f- continue to find peace and, and in Christ and that you will help others to do the same. But basically the, I have freedom, the freedom to say no, the freedom to say, you know, that's not where I'm called. Right. That's not what I am doing. And, right. and, I appreciate that, but you know I'm not going to. I, I, the freedom to not have to avoid that. The freedom to not make up. Oh, I'm sorry. The freedom we can't. to not feel guilty for saying it. The freedom to the freedom from guilt. I will never forget sitting in front of a leader of the last um, congregational gathering that we were part of, telling me that I was not. What did you tell? What What were his words? What were his words? Oh, anyway. They played in my mind for a long time. And you're free from them now, which is awesome. I am free from them. I can't even recall what they were. But basically, he's telling me that I wasn't a true believer because I wasn't called to do what he He believed I was called to do. Yeah. And um, he questioned questioned our faith because he believes that everyone is called to do X, Y, Z. Right. And And he said, "Ah, not me. I wasn't called to do xyz sorry um but freedom but but freedom and it is something that i want so much for them so much i agree and and we have provided that environment for them and we pray that that will continue to go with what i find is funny um i think that the the So when I talk about, you know, we have one who still needs to find freedom that or um, to embrace it would would be McKenna. Um, She's 12 years old and uh, or she'll tell us she's 12 and a half because she just had her half birthday. And um, 
And she has watched us live in freedom the longest. Yeah. But she's the one who's struggling with, with it, it the, the most. most. Yeah. Yeah. But she'll get there. She, oh, absolutely. It's going to be a beautiful day when she does. Part of me believes that, you know, where our freedom comes from as well. So. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, life skill number three. Yes. This is one that our oldest daughter just came in this morning to tell me, I'm really struggling, mom. The ability to say no. Yeah. So, by the way, that is life skill number three. We want our kids to have the ability to say no. I will tell you that I believe wholeheartedly that to be successful in life, you have to become an expert, an expert at using the word no. Yeah. Cliff's become too good at it. I am. I am. He's. I am a an expert in the use of the word no, and I get it from Jesus. Okay. I'm telling you, we'll I, you I learned everything I know about saying no from Jesus. Let me tell you, there was this little time <laughs> Jesus was there with the parents of some of his disciples, you know, and, and so they were at, this, at their mom's house and they bring the entire town, brings their sick, they're lined up at the door all night long. I mean, literally all night long, Jesus healing person after person after person after person. Finally, everybody goes to bed, right? Disciples wake up the next morning. Word's gotten out. Now you know, the line's longer. Now, now the next morning, line. I mean, people are like, where's Jesus? Where's he at? So the disciples, you know what they do? They go out looking for him because he wasn't in, he wasn't in bed. He, he wasn't in the house anywhere. So they go find, he's up on a hill praying all by himself. And, and you know what they said? Where have you been, Jesus? And he's like, they said, everybody's looking for you. And he says, hey, dude, go back and get your stuff. And meet me, in, meet me in the next town. That's where we're heading to next. The expectation, and you mean Jesus, I mean, there were people who wanted to be healed in line. And what did Jesus say? No. And he went on. He knew what his, he knew what his next focus was. He knew what he needed to do next. He, and by the way, he woke up early in the morning. He knew that he needed to buy, be by himself. He, he, he took care of himself. And he took care of the things that he knew that he needed to focus on. He was an expert at saying no. And so I get my, I, I get my freedom to say no from Jesus. Yes. So you took it a little more seriously than what I was going with for, for when I said you're an expert at it. Because whenever anybody in this house asks anything, no, what do you need it for? Yeah. No. Well, why? He says no first, always. Everything. You ask me anything. Well, the thing is, there. Okay, there are some exceptions. I do have a list of priorities. Like, what are my top priorities? And if if I can hear your request and instantly see how it fits into helping me achieve one, two, or my top one, two, or three priorities, then I may give you a yes. It's not auto. No, there there are no automatic yeses. But if it doesn't immediately hit. Like my top three goals and within like probably even a second to process it. Where does that hit? Nope. The answer. I mean, my automatic answer to anything you ask me is no. Yep. And then I'll consider it. I know. I live here. 
but why is that why is that important stephanie why do you i mean i know why i say no and i get some flack from it sometimes because sometimes i say no to things that it's like well why did you say no well Well, tell me why i should say yes (laughs) change my mind but for you what i mean have you have you ran into issues where you've said yes too many times and been burned by it but which by the way is why i've got that today because i used to be a people pleaser i ain't no more and I and I ain't I ain't I ain't feeling bad about saying ain't either. So <laughs> go ahead. When have you been burned by saying yes too many times? I mean, there there are there are numerous times to count, but I haven't been a yes person for a very long time. So pulling up one of those would be you know. But when you give too many yeses, people will tend to take advantage. Yes. And you do have to learn to say no to protect yourself, your time, your family's time, your family's time with you. I mean, these are things that are my top, you know, if it doesn't fit into my top three, you know, yours might be work related and mine might be home related, but you know, they, we still have a list of, you know, what did you call them? Priorities. Priorities. Thank you. And, um, you know, and, and I, I mean, there are exceptions to my nose, you know, like if th- just there are exceptions. I, I have I have made exceptions to help or to serve someone. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, but you're, but you're intentional about what your yeses are. But I am intentional about what my yeses are. You, But you are not going to say you're not going to you're going to say no to things that that people would expect you to do that seem like obligations. And and here's the thing. This and I know that my kids have the ability to say no. You and I are I'm an expert at it. I think you're really great at it. Thank you. Um our kids they're they're navigating their ways. And here's the one thing. This is something I want all three of my kids to to have is this ability to say no, but I also want them to have the ability to say no without any even white lies, just flat out right. honest just no. truth. The answer: Can I go out with you? No. What? And you don't have to give a reason why. If they ask, "I don't want to," is a valid response. I am tired and don't feel like it. Uh, you annoy me is a valid response <laughs> if that's what you feel. Um, you can choose to withhold that and filter it and say, "You know what? I'm just not feeling up to it." Thanks for the invite. But the I, I, the life skill isn't just saying no. The life skill is saying no without giving excuse. Right. What, what like making up an excuse? Right. Like I can't because I have this going on or that, and when you really don't have that going on. Do you know who I, I'm going to? I believe it should be no with the truth, or at least a filtered truth that won't hurt them so bad. Yes. But but a truth nonetheless. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. It does. Okay. Go ahead. What were you going to well, say? Well, no, I was just going to say there's somebody that I need to practice saying no to. Yeah? Me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> after after the other day when I asked you if you would go get something for me and you sighed heavily and then walked away and I was just like, okay. And then you came back hours later, but the place was closed and so I couldn't go get what I wanted at that point. But I'm like, I go do things for you all the time. You do. Anytime you want, you know, 
a special trip out. I will go get something for it. And I'm like, eh, not next time, dude. You're on your own. Are you telling me you're keeping score now? No, I'm just saying no. Okay. I'm saying that I've been a yes person to you and I've learned my lesson and now I will say no. That's not an excuse and that's not keeping score. That's a lesson learned. Okay, we're going to have to stop doing this podcast stuff. This is this is costing me too much. This doesn't cost you anything. Uh, All right. Life skill number four, a good work ethic. And, and I, you know that's not true because I went to get your medicine in my pajamas this morning. Did you really? I did. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You asked. I went. I was out anyway. I'll yeah. give I'll give the people that. I was already out, but I did go in my pajamas. I was not willing to get dressed for it. I think Kroger folks are used to seeing you in your pajamas. I am. They are. Do you know what they're doing at Kroger? Sorry. Total doing? tangent. That's all right. They're rearranging the entire store. No. Yes. That's- I'm seriously going to have to get a map to go grocery shopping. That's crazy. It's insane. Good they work do it, ethic. They do it on purpose. They so do. They do it on purpose so that you have to go through every aisle and you'll and buy more. And yeah. Spend, yeah. yeah it, but they're good, rearranging the entire Good for store. them for having some strategies to improve profits. Right. Awesome. I'm still going to only go in and get what I need when I need it. <laughs> it's just going to take you gonna longer. I'm just going to need a map to do it. All right. Um, skill number four. You know, good, uh, good work ethic. And I was tempted to put hard, you know, hard, uh, work hard. I think that's what I put. And here's, okay, there are two competing philosophies today um, that of, of the people that I'm connected to and I'm seeing them like, vi- I mean, never, not debating each other, but one argues this point and one argues this point and these are all people I really respect. There are the hustle, hard work people and then there are the people that says just provide value. You know, it, it, you don't need to work hard. You know, just provide value. It, it'll, it'll come. Why can't you do both? And, and he, you know, here's the thing. We are at the place where I can generate significant amounts of income without working hard. Does that make sense? Yes. I have, I used, like, a, a, about a month and a half ago, I was freaking out about how do I replace podcasting A to Z income, Right. And then all of a sudden, like I made the decision, I'm going to shut it down. So I have to figure out something. And now I'm repla- I'm going to replace in- uh, A to Z income, which took eight months of my year working mm-hmm. 40, eight months of working 40 hours a week down to replacing it with two hours a week. And that's just one thing. And I'm doing several things that will replace the income still on a fraction of the time. I will work a fraction of what I used to work and I will be at least triple the income that I gave up for me to Z. So I am at a place where I do agree with these people over here that says, wow, you know, you don't have have to, you don't have to work hard. You, but the thing is, is the things that I'm doing now where I'm just providing value, I worked hard to have the following and the trust and the community that I have. Right. I put in blood, sweat, and tears. And here's the thing. These people, I know all these people who are arguing the, you don't have to work hard. You know, my goal and mission is to help people stop working hard. I happen to know them really well, and they worked really hard to get to to the place (laughs) to where they can actually work. You know, Dave Ramsey says this, you have to be willing to live like no one else so that later in life, 
you can live, live like, like no, no one, one else. else. And in a way, I kind of feel like that's a way of saying you have to be willing to work like no one else. You need to be willing to work hard. You need to have put in the well, that's sacrifice. The I mean, you, uh, sacrifice. You need to learn to to work and to sacrifice and and to to live and to be like no one else if later you want to be like no one else. Yeah. So I, 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 I kind of agree with both camps, but you can't have one without the other. Well, you could have the hard work for the rest of your life. And I, I don't agree with that. But I think that there needs to be some sweat equity and hard work and, 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 and stuff like that to get you to the place where you can, you can do some things and work smarter, not harder. Anyway, anyway the, good work. But, but still, we can say everything with we want our kids to have a good work ethic. Right. Even when you don't have to work hard, the thing is, is are you going to work hard at serving people? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So the next one is uh, this one's yours. Life skill number five. It is mine. I want them to have a good relationship with each other. Why? Like um, with? Tell me who you mean at, by with each other. With each other. Um, the three of them is siblings. I want them to, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I want them to be close as adults. Um, that's not something that I have. and It's not something I have either. And it's not, and, and in, in our cases, in, in both of our cases, I think a lot of it is, um, is um, age gap. That yeah. there, there are really big age gaps between our siblings and that, that puts a block in the, like now... Um, you know, my sisters are, you know, two of my sisters are in their early thirties now. And so, so now we're able to be, we're able to be friends, but it's still in more of a, you know, mentor, you know, younger woman. Anyway, I just want my kids to be close and friends and, um, to want to spend time together, you know, you know where I see this. And where it's lived out well is on my biological dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, my Aunt May and her children. Uh, so are very close. The, it's, they're the parrot family. And the parrot fl- family are incredibly cl- close. The brothers and sisters, they, they get together like they don't just get together on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, they get together. Like, they're like together monthly, if not all the time. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not like every it's not like all of them are together all the time, but like lots of them and, and lots of different ones at all different times, all the time. And then they all get together mm-hmm. uh, at least during Thanksgiving and Christmas. But it's incredible. Even I mean, more it, Easter and fourth. I mean, we've been to more I than- found. I found it for myself being kind of like on the outside because I, my mm-hmm. biological dad and I weren't like really close. And so I did not spend a ton of time over there except for when I was a kid. And so I always felt like a little bit of an outsider. But it, it, to me, it was like, man, this this family, they all know each other. Right. And I don't know them. And it always felt, I felt a little awkward. But I, but I do see what you're saying. I admire their relationships right. as siblings. And, and and that's not to say that I don't want them to, you know, have other relationships and stuff like that, but I yeah. don't want it to be, I don't want it to come 
Okay, so we're getting ready to come up on Thanksgiving, right? And I know that for a lot of people, it's like, oh, it's the holidays. I have to see my family, <laughs> you know? And I don't want that for them. And the, the cool thing is, is for me, I never have that. I I, I look forward to... I don't have it either. With my... Just... Well, there have been times when you've had... There have been times when I've not wanted to be around one or the other. Or... You know, I, but I, I love my sister, Jessica, and I love my brother, PJ. And I very rarely see them. Mm-hmm. I very rarely talk to them. Well, and they've moved away from here now. They don't live yeah, here and anymore. Yeah, and, so. and by the way, that was before they moved away. Yeah. And now that they have moved away, I actually, well, obviously I see them less, but I, I still even talk to them less. Now, I see my sister's posts on Facebook all the time, and I always read them. I find that I never comment, though, for whatever reason. <laughs> um, I'm trying to evaluate. <laughs> Why is that? Um, I, it's not intentional. It's just I, I, for whatever reason, didn't. And my brother PJ, he usually posts things that are political, and I obviously, only, right. I PJ, I love you, but I just don't get involved in political discussions on Facebook. So uh, there's not something which for me is to probably even, good because it saved you from being cut when he went through his thing and cut all the people who didn't agree with him politically. That is fun. So. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I I definitely understand this. So this is something that I would love to, to, for our kids to have but I don't the thing is I don't this is a skill they're going to have to pick up on their own but here's the thing I think they do that's yeah. what I'm saying right now they have it they do and I want them to keep it there is nothing I don't I seriously don't think that there is anything on this earth that brings more more joy to my heart than when they are sitting together the three of them laughing and when Matthew has his real laugh, I swear, Matthew's Matthew's real, authentic laugh yeah. is the sweetest sound I've ever heard in my life. It, I, I wish I could play it for everyone because it really does, it really does do something to me. And, um, you know, what day did we have forced family night when I went and let Matthew leave? I don't remember. Was it, thir- it was last Thursday. Okay. It was last Thursday. The kids come home from school. And um, they all stay downstairs, which is not something that they normally do. You know, they normally come in and they all go to their separate corners straight away because they just need to decompress from the day. But they all stayed in the living room and they started playing with the um, apps on the Apple TV. And so they're bowling and there's some other kind of game on there. And, And so they're just all they're all in one place and they're laughing and they're having a good time. And. You know, they have inside jokes with each other, and what did they? I love when they go out on dates together they, by themselves. Yeah, the, I, yeah, they they go out on dates together just to spend time together. They um, they sat down and watched uh, a compilation of vines the other day, and um, just I want them to hold that to maintain it to maintain it and to hold that dear as they become adults. Yeah cool awesome life skill number six that we wish for our children is i and i wrote this one down (laughs) playing well with others (laughs) and this is where a book would come in i i would definitely i would pay our kids to read the book how to win friends and influence people this is this is a book that i would definitely pay them to read and i would want a chapter by chapter summary just like a two paragraphs of what did you learn from this chapter right and 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 something that you know that communicates to me that they didn't just look up you know an outline or cliff notes or something like that 
but literally I want them to, I, I would, and there are a couple other books, but this one is a book that I wish I would have learned this one when I was a kid. I did not learn this until after I started this business. Right. I know. I remember when you read this book. And it was an incredible and profound thing. And this isn't about getting people to do what you want because it, it, it's, it's kind of like how to win friends so that you can influence. It's, I know the title sounds a little weird, but it, it literally is how to live well with others. And and it has had a profound impact on my life. And I, I, I want that for our kids. I, I want them to hear the principles that are in that book, even if even if they struggle with implementing them. Like, for example, never criticize others. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is to at least be exposed to what what that principle is, the reasons behind that principle and and let them at least ponder that and, and right. have them evaluate that moving forward. Anyway, just saying. So that's a good I'd one. be I'd be willing to pay them to do that. So anyway, empathizing with others is another one. Um but just to to live well with others. Uh life skill number seven, I wrote down take care of themselves. I would love for our kids uh to learn how to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, to not just be going all the time, but to to learn how to rest. It, it, you know, it, one of the things that I learned, picked up from my friend Michael Hyatt was the idea uh, and the concept of taking a nap every now and then in the middle of the day. I know that you do this. I do. And, and I know that Megan has done this uh, quite frequently. But I would love for our kids to just know that you don't have to be going all the time to have a fulfilling life. Right. Um, healthy eating is something that I would love for our kids to have as a skill, uh, learning about what foods provide the energy levels that they desire for their day-to-day living and for hour-to-hour, what do they want their energy levels to be like and how eating certain foods will allow them to accomplish that. Um, and then, of course, also physical activity. Uh, this is something that I, I'm never going to force them to do, but I would always encourage them to get physically active. It, it's something that has transformed my life in so many different ways. And, and I, I'd like that for them as well. Yep. All right. Uh, skill number eight, problem solving. Any thoughts on that one, Steph? Well, yeah, they need to be able to learn how to solve their own problems. They're not going to run to mom and dad every time they have a problem. Yeah. And this is something I've never intentionally sat down and, and did with them. But I also think that it's something that we have done with them because we don't solve all their problems. This is true. And, oh, no, I, I we have exemplified this for them. Like, for example, there was this time when somebody forgot to bring the passports to <laughs> to a cruise. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> this friend of mine. Um, anyway, but no, when I forgot to bring our passports, you know, just little things like that. It's like, okay, guys, we have a problem. We're supposed to get on this cruise ship in two hours. We, we have no passports. I just now realized we do not have passports. What do we do? Yeah. And we went into problem solving mode. Okay. Who, who can we call? You know, there, there's this. We can give them this way to get into the house. This is, I can walk them through on how to uh, pull this out of the safe and how to scan it and how to fax it or whatever. And yeah. That was, that was, you know what? Nobody can say we don't live a life adventurously. Yeah. Yeah. All right, st- step uh, skill number nine, Stephanie. You you read that one. 
<laughs> tell us tell us how important this one is. All right, this one is really important for my children so they can continue to come back and do it for me. Basic tech knowledge. This is okay. I think that you are very good at teaching our children basic tech knowledge. And they are very good at, at learning it themselves through, you know, school or whatever they need to know it for. But none of you are good at showing teaching it to me because you just do it for me. And right. so I never learned how to do it myself because nobody would show me. They just do it for me. Yeah. Not that I'm completely complaining. One of the things that I love is McKenna has already learned how to build her own website. Yes. And she's done it really very well. well. Um. She, she, McKenna came down last night and I'm like, Hey, will you help me print the 10 cards for the next level workshop? And she said, sure. And she sat down right at my computer and I was going to show her how to do it. And she's like, like, uh, dad, I've already got three of these ready for the printer. If you don't want to just take more sheets over to the printer and, and tell me when (laughs) you're ready. You just want to speed up. I'm waiting on you, old man. (laughs) It was hilarious. It it took like one fourth the amount of time. You mean she didn't need your 82 easy steps to figure it out? (laughs) Um, Matthew's one of Matthew's um, goals right now is to build his own gaming computer, and um, so does that 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 falls under that yeah. basic and his, that he, his he's thing going in robotics to, as well. Yeah, and so um, robotics is also problem solving. Yep. Yeah. Megan Megan's problem solving is mostly relationships at this point. Yes. Um, helping people solve problems, but but the thing is, is I think our kids are really good at. You know, not just giving up, not just expecting somebody else to fix everything. But when they see a problem, it's like, dude, this is what we got to do. Right. You know, well, have, I have, have to tell you. This? And, and I mean, people can say that I'm I'm biased and and all of these things. But I look at. I look at Megan and her core group of friends and think about them graduating in, you know, in June and and going off to to school or or whatever a a lot of them i know what their plans are and some of them i'm really worried about (laughs) i'm not gonna lie some of them i'm really worried about um yeah it's it's gonna be yeah well and and the thing is is they'll they'll need friends in their life that can help them but it won't be begging because she'll be somewhere else um anyway but so yeah. So uh, let's see here. Level. That was that was number nine. Number ten, and I think I have more Kleenex on my. It's not really. Again. You really could stop bringing it up and just you know yeah. discreetly wipe your face. And I could. Be okay. Been trying that. Anyway, skill number ten: communication and even public speaking. And the thing is, is I, I want them. I would love for all three of our kids to be trained in public speaking. Right. And specifically, I would love for all three of our kids to be trained in the SCORE method. We've talked about this. And um, yeah, so I, so I would love them to be trained and how they can apply the skills of public speaking to all forms of communication, which would include just, you know, creating content because I know our kids will be creating content in the future, even if it's not like they're, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be podcasters or bloggers or something like that, right. but everybody at the in these days to to have you're going to be creating content as a teacher you're creating a, an outline yep. for it so there are ways that you can communicate and i love them to have the basic skills of dynamic communication mm-hmm. anyway yeah all right um let's see here what was that number what that was number 10 so number 11 is sales and marketing yes this is this is something that has 
served me well in every area of life. I honestly believe that this one skill is probably among the most valuable life skills you could possibly have. This is as a father, as a a friend, as a husband, as a, a business person, as a minister, the ability to sell is essential. And when I say sell, when I'm talking about the way that I describe what sales is, is by taking something that you believe in wholeheartedly that is of benefit to the other person and selling them on the idea that they need it. Right. And as a wife, I can tell you it's very important to have the ability to say no. (laughs) Yes. Do you know what I still don't do? What? I still don't ride a bike. No matter how much you believed and sold me on why you should buy me a bike, if if I firmly held my ground and said no, if I if I really wanted to sell you on riding a bike, no, you tried really hard. No, no, I you really I tossed it out there, and you were willing. Remember one day, it's like go. Is he going to be open this week? You were almost that. If I tell me this. I, I want to know honestly, if I really wanted to sell you on riding a bike, do you think you'd have a bike? No. Okay. Yeah. I disagree, but I, I know, but I, I, but I, I took your main objection of why you don't want to ride a bike and I stopped selling you on it. And the reason why I stopped selling you on it is because I no longer felt that it would be within your best interest to have one was actually no longer in your best interest to try to sell me on why I needed one. <laughs> so, but I'll let you keep your story. It's and you not can my stick st- to it. No, it's not my it. story. It is. It's absolute fact. <laughs> I do not I I became you sold me. You sold me on the fact that your scar tissue would keep you from having experiencing any pleasurable experience on a bike therefore regardless of any seat available because i've tried them and it's just not comfortable and therefore because of that i've even tried your one in the room don't don't in me well it makes there, me want to kick you in the different knee. ones than the then one you in won't the room. be riding your bike anymore will you <laughs> anyway sale <laughs> sales and marketing it's everywhere i mean seriously it, it's 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 it, it's talking your friends off of a ledge when you know I would love for our kids to be able to say, listen, this is a, an unhealthy relationship you're involved in. I'd like to sell you on the, on, on the concept of dumping them. That's a you need right. You need sales to be able to do that. You need to sell that to your friend. Um, yeah, sales is so important. And the thing is, is sales is not taught in school. No, it's not. It's not taught anywhere unless you actually get into a sales prof- profession. And I believe... Uh, matter of fact, I here's the deal. I'm going to start. I, I'm going to create a workshop for sales and marketing. Okay, that's going to be a in 2018. I will host a sales and marketing. And this instant, like, let me tell you how to to create sales funnel for your digital product. I'm talking about straight up sales. Straight up. Like now tell I me. will. I will teach some of the best tips and techniques I learned in all of my sales training as an insurance agent because I do know how to persuade people to purchase mm-hmm. things. Yes. You do. And and, and we've then, we've had twenty years of purchased things. Yes. Yes, we have. Hey. Our kids are home. Our senior skippers are here. 
Is it all the senior skippers? It's several of the senior skippers. Gotcha. All right. So that was what? Um, skill number... That that was sales and marketing. That was 11. So now you're on 12, which is managing money. So you talk about this one because this is... Well, we're really good at one of them. We can we can actually... <laughs> we're really good at one. And we really stink at the other. We no, hope because, that our kids are no, better than the others. Here's the deal. Because I think okay. the other one is a lot of... Um, okay. So... What's the first one? The first one, the, the whole thing is managing money. The first one is cash budgeting. Um, we're really good at the cash budget. We've been doing it for more than ten years. Do you remember when? Do you remember when I had to sell you on that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I remember, but I don't remember all of how it went. Um, I do. It took a well. Here's the deal. It took a long time for you to even come around to the cash budgeting, too. Yeah, because I wanted to do it all in spreadsheets and yes. and do it very like yeah. And, and that's it, fine for your brain, but you weren't the one spending the money. Yeah. And um. Anyway, so it the, doing the cash budget going from. It, it, there's a learning curve there there's an adjustment period it's it was it was rough for us but for them it's something that they've always known something that they i mean because we've been doing it for over 10 years when Have did we, we yeah that's right i mean we've been in we've been doing this business for 10 years it'll be 10 years in january so so it's been over 10 years yeah because it was before that we were debt free Right, we started the cash budget long before we were debt free, which was which will be eleven years in February. Yeah. Um. So so we I mean we've been doing, but for them it's all they know, and I can tell you that um. That as with our cash, you know, I can take the girls into a store and say, you know, you have a hundred dollars. Um, you know, let's get what you need. And I can, you know, McKenna can go and she can pick several things out and go to the dressing room and be like, you know, nope, that one doesn't look good. That one. And then, you know, I have these. Let's see how much they cost. What do I have to take away? She can do that. She's very good at it. Megan is also. Now that Megan has her own money, I've noticed she just, you know, as long as it's there, it's okay to spend. You know, she's she needs to really work on, you know, but her only expenses right now are... The part of insurance that we have her pay us mm-hmm. and um, gas and, and things with her friends. Like she really doesn't have anything that she pressing to be budgeting, you know. And so as she gets older, we'll, we'll work into that. Um, and the, the other one is, is savings. Yeah. And and I don't think that we're bad at saving. We're not. The reality, I, for, I forget. We are really good at savings really in good a couple at, areas. Go ahead. Go ahead. Christmas is one. Christmas is, well, I don't need, I've never looked at Christmas as savings. It is. Because Christmas is a line budget in our, in our cash. Um, We take out cash for Christmas every month and it goes in an envelope that we hold into, or that I hold until like October or November. So, um, well, I don't save it till Christmas. I start spending it in like October or November. Um, But um but I've never thought of that as as savings. But so if you want to think that also um, our auto insurance, we pay in full every six months. So it's a line item in our budget. 
every month and then we accumulate that money for six months and then pay it in full. Um, so there are things that, that we do say we are good at saving when we've set aside a specific purpose for saving. Right. I think what you are, I, I disagree with you. I think we are good at saving. Okay. What I disagree with is that a lot of times our tax return will go into our savings account and then you will think, oh, well, we have money in there, so I don't have to pay myself. We'll just pay ourselves out of that and we'll let the business money accumulate for another month. Right. And so it's not that we're not saving. We're just reallocating that money. Right. That's not not saving. Okay. So to say that we're bad at saving is a wrong. No, I, I disagree I, with that. I, 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 I will take that back. This, this is what here's what I'm thinking about when I say saving. Uh, two different areas. Personal income taking and putting uh, 10% of our income every month, whatever whatever paycheck, what even if it's just the net, whatever our net is, taking 10% of that and just consistently every month putting that amount into a savings account, into our savings account. That is, it's not reallocatable, <laughs> if that's even a word. Um, it's just, it is, it's putting there. It, it goes into the emergency fund, builds the emergency fund, it continues to grow. Uh, if there's things that we want to save for specifically and have goals, like we're sit putting $1,000 a month right now, um, every month aside for a car to yes. purchase another car for the household, that it would be in addition to the 10%. Right. We're not doing the 10% right now. No. And so that, so we're not, a, we're not actively saving above things that we're actually saving for. Does that make sense? It does. So I would like to. Be, I would like to get back into doing that. Um, the other thing is, is, is outside well, here's of that, I'd be more than happy to do that if you could look at the budget and say, okay, this is our budget for the month, and then so we need this check, and ten percent of that is this, and then add that ten percent, and then write a check for that much. Yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, and and then putting that into our savings account, but as the untouchable right, emergency right, fund. Right, I took well, see, and that's your thing. I know an emergency. We had emergency. is touchable. Well, the thing is, is we had emergencies. I know, and so that's touchable. So we're not not saving. It was yes. saved for an emergent purpose, and we used it for an emergent purpose. We've yes. yet to we've yet to repay it back. Yes, and but it was used for the purpose in which it was saved. I know, but this is this is getting confusing because there the problem has run into with what we call retained earnings, which get, this is getting way know. too deep. I don't know what's and confusing. I do, <laughs> no, it, they're mistakes. <laughs> no, here's the deal: they are all mistakes that I personally have made over the past years, and I own that. And I'm just saying there are things that I'd like to do moving forward that would rectify my understanding of, of savings and what I'd like to do for us. And of course, the other one I was going to say is, is just on the pension side, I'd like to start putting money back into a pension again. Right. But I think we have already talked about doing that. Yes. So. Hopefully by the end of this year. Right. All right. So, and then life skill number 13, time management. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that one with the kids as soon as you learn it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, out. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> 20 minutes in my world is completely different than 20 minutes in your world. Nope, 20 minutes is 20 minutes. <laughs> you can't you can't ask for 20 minutes, take 45 and then yell at everybody else because you're late. I I don't yell at everyone else. I say Oh, I beg to differ. Your attitude was pretty steamy. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? You were you were grumpy the other night. Like you were straight up grumpy. I don't remember being grumpy. Yeah. Okay. I handed you I handed you your your slush fund and you snapped at me. Oh, I'm like, I'm handing you money no, and you're wait. snapping at me. So, so you, I'll take it back. I understand why you thought that, but you did not see the look that I was getting from your daughter and oh, my daughter. Your she, daughter. She's my daughter. Which was in between you and her, so you, I wasn't actually. Uh, anyway, I, all right, and I wasn't. Sta- I was just like, what? 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 What do you need? You, yeah, you came that, back. that's not the face that you <laughs> made while you were <laughs> while you were saying what. Time management is a skill I would like our kids to have. As soon as he learns it, I he'll in my, teach it in to my them. work I do have it, and I'd and then it just if <laughs> if I if I need twenty more minutes, never mind. if you need twenty more minutes, set a timer because twenty minutes is twenty minutes, dude. All right, life skill number fourteen. I am still learning at thirty nine, asking for help. Awesome. I hate asking other people for help. It literally makes my skin crawl. Yeah, and I'm really good at asking for help. And Stephanie's really good at saying yes, so we're good there. Not anymore. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Life skill number 15, positive thinking. Positive thinking. I really um, am looking forward to to the day that that our kids are are straight up positive thinkers. Because I I would love that. There are some times when I'm like, you got to stop talking because I literally cannot listen to you anymore. I I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and then the bonus one, life skill number sixteen, obviously reading. So you know. Oh, did you add that? I, I added it. it. It never showed up on mine. So. I'm sorry. All right. If you hit refresh, it'll be there. I closed it. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. Gotcha. I've got to go. I've got to go get kids. Yep. So. And uh, guys, thank you so much. I hope that you found some of this valuable. I, I I'm excited that we did this episode personally, because I've never really thought down thought about. What exactly? And this, this, by the way, we just came up to fifteen minutes, thirty minutes before the show. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, there are some things that we have done incredibly great at, and I'm realizing there's some things that uh, okay, we only got a month, uh, less than a month for Megan. <laughs> well, not not true, uh, that, not true. She doesn't good. graduate until until June. Yeah, so know. you know, we we have. We still have some time, and yeah. you know, and there's still lessons that she's going to learn on her own. And, and the other thing is, is that we there are many of okay most of these things we did not pick up on until within the last 10 years yeah and so these are things that we still want we it's not like they have to have them before they leave home it'd be awesome if they did though and and what i can say is that now that i've really thought about this i both want to consciously and subconsciously be doing things that 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 just moves I want to become more intentional about these things yes does that make sense it does alright cool guys thank you so much for tuning in Uh, we will be back again next Wednesday we broadcast this live on Facebook over at facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft and you can find us at uh, Wednesday afternoon 1pm Eastern time Uh, but uh, obviously we'll be here pre-recorded for your convenience every well soon afterwards soon after wednesday at 1 p.m until next time we encourage you to live your life on purpose